Curious about unleashing the power of AI in your Etsy digital product designs? Then let's go ahead and dive into this episode where I am sharing my personal AI journey, tips for creative synergy, the legal essentials that you'll need, and more. Welcome to Digitally Purpose, the podcast. I'm Bailey, a top 0.1% Etsy seller, coach, and mompreneur. Learn how my digital shops made over half a million dollars in just six months, all by working smarter, not harder. Get ready for transparent advice and Etsy secrets, digital products, and print-on-demand business strategies. Together, we'll maximize your time for profitable online business success. Welcome to episode number six of Digitally Purpose, the podcast. I'm thrilled to have you back here again as we dive into the transformative realm of AI for digital product creation on Etsy. Let's get ready to learn how to leverage AI for enhanced creativity, efficiency, and sales. Let's just go ahead and get started. So I really was a little late or kind of a lot late to the AI game as far as digital designs on Etsy goes. I was about six months from when Midjourney and Dolly and a few other big platforms like that were released and everyone started using them. I was hesitant to incorporate it into my digital design schedule and kind of the way that I worked um, because I was not sure about my customer base and if my audience would actually be receptive to it or not. So I started adding in little elements of AI um, here and there, not necessarily just full-blown AI, just images as they usually pop out of something like Midjourney but more so integrating elements like clip art into other parts of a design that I had already created that had fonts or text or saying on the design itself as well. And surprisingly, well, surprisingly to me, um, everyone was hugely receptive to it. And I was also um, the first to create several different types of style in AI and apply them to tumblers and ended up having um, quite a huge month in the months of January and February, which is when I first released them on my Etsy shop. Um, And then it kind of actually went down a little from there because everybody within um, my niche started basically doing the same thing, which essentially flooded the marketplace. So while I do have a love-hate relationship with AI, I do continue to use it to this day. I am a very, very big mid-journey user and a Dolly, the one, the newest version of that kind of user. I'm not that good at it yet, but I am working on that skill. But I think that that is what my biggest challenge was in the beginning, was really um, learning how to actually structure your prompt so that you got the outcome um, that I was actually looking for. And this is probably one of the biggest things that I see with um, newer Etsy sellers or new users to AI is just um, learning how to actually structure the prompt to get the desired outcome. 
I will say that with the incorporation of the AI into my shop um, on the design side part of it, um, my workflow definitely has increased by a minimum of 10 just because, or, a, or 10x my output just because I'm able to create so much faster than to design something from scratch. So while it did increase my income significantly in the beginning, it really didn't uh, continue on a steady rate to just keep multiplying the sales just because I was multiplying the listings. Um, and that was just increased competition. And then I decided to take a little bit of a step backwards and not create as much because I am focusing on other things like my YouTube channel and this, my blog and my students that are within my course. But had I not incorporated it or um, chose to continue to use it, I don't think that my shop would still be as successful as it is now, mostly just due to the time-saving uh, features that it offers me. So there are so many different image uh, AI image generation tools out there. And I do think that, especially if you are selling on a competitive marketplace um, like Etsy, you are going to have to incorporate it if you want to see the types of results that the top sellers are and actually be able to scale your business significantly. If you choose not to use it, that is still totally fine. I just really believe that you're not going to be able to um, create the amount of designs, which equals listings, that the biggest competitors within the design space are creating just because usually you're just one person, you're going, it's going to take you um, at least twice as long to create anything um, from scratch, if not way more. Um, so just on looking at it purely from a time perspective, um, you won't have that availability to scale your shop with the amount of listings that you can with AI. I think that you should totally choose whatever AI platform that you are going to generate your images on based on what you are most comfortable with. As I said earlier, there are so many different platforms out there now, so you can really choose one that fits your style and how you work um, best. I would just highly recommend that you make sure that you read their terms and conditions and that you uh, make sure that you are able to sell whatever you generate on a platform like Etsy or if they have any specific rules or regulations around that. And AI um, is not just related um, towards the image generation or the design side part of it. I also heavily incorporate it into my idea generation or like what I like to say my quotes or my sayings for t-shirt designs or Tumblr wraps. Um, because I'm purely focused on trying to find new, um, different ways to say things instead of reusing the same types of quotes and sayings that you see on Etsy that are flooding the marketplace. So I like to use Kittle's AI quote generator or a tool like ChatGPT to try and come up with new different sayings for whatever niche or audience that I'm actually creating for. So I'll say that I do, while I use the image side of it, I also use um, the writing side of it probably just as much. So probably one of the biggest questions I get um, is 
is it legal to actually sell AI-generated products on Etsy? And while we literally cannot find the specific article that Etsy came out with about, well, yeah, about a year ago now where they did um, have a quote on what was allowed as far as AI-generated products on Etsy, what it essentially said was um, you can create AI designs, though they do need to be modified or changed by an actual human. And the second thing is, is that you do need to disclose within your listing that it was actually created with AI. And I think this is pretty common across the board, depending on where you're selling, maybe not if you're on your own website, um, but I think everywhere pretty much um, is the same where you do need to disclose that it was either wholly or in a part generated by AI and then it was edited and changed um, by you, the creator um, or the designer. And so since I'm not a lawyer, um, I don't want to give any specific advice, but I will say that if you do have any questions relating it to that, I would just reach out to Etsy support or maybe look in the forums and see if you can find anything specific um, before you make any different types of assumptions. Um, I know that this is what I have been doing for the past year, um, and it seems to be pretty much across the board as, as far as the um, sellers that I know personally on Etsy that sell AI-generated images or images that are in part created by AI. So I think the biggest thing for me with AI is that it does allow me to be way more efficient and innovative as far as my digital product creation. And this is um, very much dependent on what, of course, I'm able to prompt in. So I do spend a lot of time um, really educating myself, whether it be on YouTube or on blogs for how to craft specific prompts for different types of AI software. So if I'm trying to learn how to make a new style within Midjourney, the best thing that I found to do is just go to YouTube and type in like Midjourney prompting, blah, 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 something related to that. And I found that by following a very select few um, YouTubers that are very much focused on creating educational content for AI softwares. I've been able to just learn a ton. I watch pretty much every single video that they come out with weekly. And that is how I think I've been able to get my processes down as far as being able to create different types of design styles quickly. I like to keep a running Excel sheet with all of the different prompts that I have collected that have worked, that I've seen have sold really well. And then if I know that I'm creating a new product and I know it needs to be in that specific design style, it's very easy for me just to go back and copy that prompt and change a few things. I normally just have to change things like the colors or whatever the central subject is. And it generally works really well. And then I don't really have to think about coming up with a new prompt or um, just trying to come up with a brand new idea for a design style. So I highly recommend kind of keeping track of what works as far as what you're seeing in your own shop work or you see what is currently selling 
and then keep kind of just like a running list of those prompts so that you can easily refer back to them and um, just modify them slightly for whatever you're creating next. And then on being the innovative side, I think that the text or the um, content uh, AI generators like Kittles or ChatGPT um, has just allowed me to easily come up with new ideas so I don't have to sit here and think about what would be a cute or a catchy phrase about um, Valentine's Day or some whatever is coming up that I'm designing for. All I have to do is say something like, give me 10 sayings for Valentine's Day that are sarcastic for a dog lover or something like that. And like I said before, usually three or four of them are quite usable. Um, a lot of times there are some ones that have been passed around for a long time or they're not really anything new and I just skip over those ones. Going back to which tool you should use, I really just think you should just do some research as far as what is out there because like I said before, there are so many different softwares and systems to use. So I just really recommend choosing one that you like that fits whatever you're going to be creating for um, that you'll probably have the least amount of learning curve on and focus on that one. I focus on just two, uh, Mid Journey and Doll E, and I don't really look at the other ones anymore just because I do not want to have to take the time to learn multiple platforms. And then there are different ways that um, you prompt on different platforms and it can get very confusing very quickly. So I highly recommend just choosing one or two to focus on so that you can actually get really good at that one platform and you'll just end up being way more faster in the end if you do that. I think that AI has a lot of potential um, for business just in general beyond product creation on Etsy and where I really would see this helping um, Etsy sellers is within their marketing that they're doing for their Etsy shops. So a lot of people don't are just one person shops or one person shows, and they don't have um, the time or the budget to um, hire either a VA or some part-time help. And so they struggle because they're constantly creating products and dealing with customer service and then also trying to market their shop or build content to drive traffic organically. And this is where AI can be extremely helpful. One of my students has seen very, very good success by using Pinterest and by using Tailwind's AI features, which are, Tailwind is just a scheduling app for pins um, that are going on to Pinterest and they are currently using it to drive traffic to their Etsy shop. Um, and I will have Tailwind linked down in the description below because we use it as well on this side of our business for content marketing, uh, the blog, the YouTube channel for this um, podcast. And we heavily rely on the AI features, which are you basically have to just put in your URL and the AI generates all of the information for you from the title to the description to the time of day that you should be posting or pinning your pin. Um, and I think a few 
They also will do image generation as well, um, pulling the stock imagery or the imagery from the URL that you had entered if you are not creating the pin yourself. So it saves a ton of time where it used to take us hours and hours and hours to schedule out pins. We have it all done with literally just two clicks of a button and we can schedule out all of our pins for the entire week within 20 minutes. And that is usually 10 to 20 pins that are going out each day. So as you can imagine, it's well over a hundred pins that are created along with all of their corresponding information um, within 20 minutes. You can also use it to really streamline your processes for your Etsy SEO listings. Um, there are all types of AI tools that are created specifically for Etsy listings and to help you with keywords. I think that both, um, I'm pretty sure that E-Rank has it as well, some AI features built in to help you find new relevant keywords and how to actually structure your um, product listing descriptions as well. So that can be a huge time saver itself as well. So as we wrap up, we just need to remember that to unlock the full potential of your Etsy business, you should embrace the transformative power of AI for digital product creation. Um, just because as far as looking at it from a design perspective, I really, again, do not see the landscape of this changing as far as sellers who choose to use it and embrace it versus um, sellers who do not. And unfortunately, this isn't like it's, it's a side of which side is right, AI is right or wrong. It's just that is the way that the game is being played out. And should you choose to stay on the opposite side of it, um, you have the potential to um, kind of wind up dwindling out and unless you happen to have some huge external audience on a different platform that already knows and loves your products and they already buy from you um, and they'll continue to buy from you regardless of how you're creating the products, the majority is that, or in the, the reality is, is that most um, Etsy digital product sellers are new and AI is just already so common and has such a heavy hold on the marketplace in general, that it will be hard to succeed without incorporating at least some aspect of it within your digital product shop. If you would like to check out some more AI related content, I do have some on my blog and my YouTube channel as well. And those links are placed down in the episode description. You can also submit your AI-related questions or suggested topics that you would like me to cover in the future by emailing hello at digitallypurposed.com. Um, and I will really, really look into that um, as far as creating some more educational content around AI as a topic. So be sure to let me know what format you prefer to hear about this on, whether that is in the podcast format or via a blog article or a YouTube video, and I am happy to do that. So that wraps up what I had prepared for today's episode. 
I hope that you found value and please take a moment to share this podcast. You can rate it and review it on your favorite podcast platform. And just to ensure that you don't miss any upcoming episodes, just remember to subscribe and then you'll receive those notifications whenever a new episode is released. So goodbye for now and I will see you all on the next episode. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Digitally Purpose, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And now it's your turn to put what you've learned into action. If you do want to take it to the next level, be sure to check out my community, Digitally Purposed, a step-by-step and self-paced training guide to plan, set up, launch, and monetize your digital product shop with continued weekly new trainings on the topics that matter most to you and a supportive community dedicated to helping you reach your goals. For more details, just visit digitallypurpose.com and unlock the potential of your online business. I will see you in the next episode.